0: Hello and welcome to the Empress Podcast. I am your host, Jessica, known in the online space as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast to help you be present with yourself, cope with chaos, and simplify your life. I do this by combining psychology, behavioral science, and the tarot. I have a background in mental health, specifically a master's in clinical social work from USC, and I'm a professional tarot reader. So get ready to have a nurturing, creative, and empowering experience with me as we use Practical Magic. Hey, y'all, and welcome. We're doing something a little bit different here today. I am really freaking excited to drop this episode with me and Matrika. We are actually in... A mentorship session and this is for people who want to learn how to read tarot cards I've got this option open Matrika took this option so together we dive in we go over what's happening when we're reading cards Matrika asks some really great questions And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. For those of you who want to learn how to read, I hope it inspires you. I hope you get some really good takeaways from this episode and feel powerful and confident enough to get out there and read for yourself and for other people. All right, let's get into the episode. Okay. Hello. Hello. I'm just so excited you're here. So we are doing a lesson session, a 15 minute lesson session for tarot readers. So you're a reader, my love. And before we started, when we were texting, I was asking like, what do you want to go over? So will you let everybody know what we're focusing on today and where you feel like you want some advice?
1: Honestly, to be honest with you, I am pretty intimidating, uh, pretty intimidated by tarot. Yeah. Like generally, um, you know, like I grew up using tarot It's probably like the first thing, but I feel like I'm just reconnecting with it. So I, it. I would say like generally like the energy of it, but I was telling you about like probably like love more so because I think that a lot of people like... Majority of times, like, you know, I feel like people are asking it's either love or career, but mostly love that I know.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's the biggest thing I see. I would say love is at the top. And then money and career probably are tied. So, yeah. yeah, love is like. So, I don't know if you ever watched um there was like this Miss Cleo documentary, docu series, docu drama series they did on Netflix, but they were talking about how like the psychics on the hotline, they were like is it money or is it honey? Like what's the deal, you know? So, I get it. Mm-hmm. So, what is it that really you feel the most intimidated about when it comes to love? When you're pulling cards and someone says like, "Hey, does my boyfriend really care about me? Where is this going?" And you're then reading. Tell me what's going on for you. So
1: with me. Like I'm. So for me. Like I'm a, I'm a general reader. Like okay. I just. Like it mostly when people just come into me. And I just don't have to like. They don't have to ask me anything. And I get really uncomfortable with questions. That's just me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And. um, And I think like when I look at the picture. It's just. I think, like, I get stuck when I'm, like, looking at the picture with tarot, because mm-hmm. you know, like, how tarot, there's just so many, like, certain key codes, like, keywords for, like, a specific thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, um, you know, like, if I was, like, pulling, like, a five of pentacles, I'd be mm-hmm. like, um, they felt left out in the coals or I don't know, like... Sometimes I do see other people like the YouTube readers or whatever. They'll be like, oh, this person is missing you with the five of pentacles. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so what, what, where are you going? With this?
0: I know, right? So it is, it is one of those things where it's like a nuanced thing. And the more you do it, the better at it you'll get. And here's the thing is it's not always going to be right. Like you have to recognize sometimes on YouTube and on these other platforms, they are not always connecting one-on-one 100%, sometimes they are saying really fluffy things because it gets people to buy into watching it longer, hitting yes, subscribing. You have to remember like you're watching it on a platform that is asking you to stay on it as opposed to a more one-on-one situation where someone you're just sitting there and you're like, what's the deal? I need to know. So here's the thing with any card. There are general readings and general you know, vibes we can get from a card, but there's nothing that says this is the absolute right way, a hundred percent all the time. That's not a thing. It's a sort of, it like lives with us. Do you know what I mean? Like it, the, the meanings can change. Mm-hmm. You could pull the five of pentacles for yourself today and be like, what does this even mean? <laughs> and then like two years from now, <laughs> you can be like, you know what? This means something totally different than what I thought it did a while ago. So this is where it just comes to trusting your gut And also taking a breath and just really affirming to yourself, like, I'm the reader. I know what I'm doing. I've got this. So what might help with a deeper context is pulling a follow-up card. And when you're pulling that follow-up card, asking spirit, what does this mean? Like, give me more insight into the five of pentacles. So pull another card and see what happens. Right. It's
1: for fun. Like, Okay. So I'm just going to do this, um, after it's eight of swords.
0: Okay. So if that gives you like,
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, so yesterday I, so like, um, you know, like I just look at people's posts and they'll be asking, but I didn't answer anything, but Mm -hmm. I like pull them cards. And this guy was basically asking, um, does this girl regret her action? Is she going to come apologize to me? Mm Mm-hmm. And I got these three cards. Um, I got the Five of Pentacles was the first one. Uh-huh. I didn't ask for follow up, but i would say this is a follow up with the um, okay. Eight of uh, uh, Eight of Swords. Mm-hmm. And then in the back of the deck, it's Three of Wands. So okay. my feeling was like, well, I think that the girl is gonna reach out. Yeah, you know. I but too. I don't know. I feel like the person was feeling trapped and like left out in the cold.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like, and that they also don't necessarily have the insight to break free right now. So I would say, is she going to reach out to him? Yeah, probably. But is she going to apologize and take accountability for her actions? Probably not, right? That three of wands to me does speak to reaching out. But usually I see the eight of swords. I've seen the eight of swords come up in many situations. I've literally seen it come up Uh in multiple readings when people are in jail. So they physically Mm -hmm. cannot Uh reach out. I've seen it when they're mentally or emotionally blocked, or I've seen it when they're trying to hide something from my client and they're keeping my client in the dark about something. They're using some type of like manipulation to keep my client trapped in the relationship. So there's many different ways, Uh, obviously, like we can interpret this, but to me with your eight of swords, following up your five of pentacles, you're spot on. So sometimes pulling an extra card can give us reassurance that we're doing the right thing or that our our initial response or feeling into it, it, was correct. Other times it expands us into considering other possibilities, but really, again, trusting yourself, your style of reading your cards, it's unique to you. And this is why practice makes perfect in learning how to just dive deep and get what your cards mean to you is the whole key. It's like your intuition speaks to you in a different way. It's going to be totally different than half the readers, more than half the readers that use the online. But my whole goal is to get you to trust yourself and know like, this is your relationship with your deck and nobody can change that or take it away from right. you.
1: So when it comes to like using different decks, like different tarot decks, mm-hmm. do you have your own way of like interpreting things? Like, with the pictures on its own or like mm-hmm. you use like key code in your head, but also your own interpretation of like what you're, you know, like what you're actually um, seeing, you know, because, you know, yeah. the original deck, like let's say for example, this four of wands, mm-hmm. there'd be like people holding hands or whatever they're yeah, doing. That's right. The one I
0: have, I have the one with where this one, the there's no
1: people. Enough, yeah.
0: you know? I would say for that one, Again, if they're giving you a general question, if they're like, I need help, give me some insight Mm -hmm. and you pull the four of wands, you don't, yeah, you don't absolutely don't have to make it about other people unless they specifically say to you, like, there's someone in my life and I want to know about them. You could, you know, that there's people Mm -hmm. involved in the four of wands. So maybe you could shift that into your interpretation, but here it is in my card, like the two people. But I also say that the four of wands can be like, when was the last time that you actually followed through on the hobby that you wanted, right? When I think about the number four, I think about boundaries and I think about containers and I think about the boundaries that we have with ourselves. And then I kind of pivot into, well, what's the element here? In my style of reading, I use the major arcana as a way to I use the numerology from the major arcana. So the four Uh is ruled by the emperor. So then I think the major energy Uh of the emperor can then be shifted into all the fours of the minors. So. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So how do you apply that? Especially like, okay,
1: like where. So whenever I see like number four or. um. I think about for like especially the four wands. I think about like stability, like balance, yes, you know. Yes,
0: and I think about fun and play in wands. I think about initiating. I think about inspiration. So this person, you might want to say like, okay, but well, when was the last time you actually did something that inspired you? When was the last time you took a walk outside in nature? Because it's pictured like outside. When was the last time you got out of your little space? Because you. Cause you see that there's like a castle in the background, right. And there's like walls and stuff. And I always think about getting out and taking action. Taking action is better than no action. It has to match up with your values. It has to match up with that energy of like, well, what is it that you're really aiming for? So that's all Aries energy that is connected to the emperor. That's the um, astrological association. But the emperor like does what it wants you know and it's it's the initiator it's the king and governor of its own life and it doesn't really care so much about its pace it's not comparing itself based on all this external crap it's just like i'm here right now and like that's it bottom line point blank period <laughs> you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah exactly It's just i don't know it's so fascinating too you know like i um Like, you know how people just shuffle and then they'll Mm -hmm. just pull their cards or I like my cards to fall out, right? I
0: love that. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, just, I really like when the spirit just like, tell me something, you know, because it's kind of freaky that way. It is, it is. It's so freaky, like, you know, but like. What is the, um, I just want to know, like, cause I notice a lot of people will like be like looking at the bottom of their deck, you know, oh, yeah. when they're like done pulling yeah, and do shuffling, and they will be like looking at the bottom energy. Like, what is that implying to you? Like, I know everybody has like different intuitive way of doing mm-hmm. it, but I want to know like, what's your view on it?
0: My view is it's just deeper insight or something we're uncovering that we might be glossing over. And that's just my perspective. It's just a different way to randomize the pile. But I also feel like it gives us such a deeper connection to the person that we're reading, because if you're shuffling the deck, it's fine. There's no wrong or right way to do it. I have friends who like yeah. they have a big pile of the cards. Like they don't even physically move them like this. It's just a big pile on their table as they're reading, and they pull cards. So they're not really doing the bottom of the deck technique, but for those of us that do shuffle, sometimes it's just nice to have another random card to pull from a different position. I know some people will even take it and then they'll like split the deck and pull this one from the center and whatever that my dog is talking, Uh whatever that one is. Yeah. Justice. I love it. (laughs) It's so funny. This is the shit that we can't make up. You know what I mean? It's like so funny, but it's honestly... (laughs) It's whatever resonates right. for you. And then don't feel like you have to stick with this for your entire life. Like, try it on. Right. See how it works. If you like it, stick with it for a little bit. There are times where I get, I feel like I need to shift my style just because I feel a little stagnant. I'm also reading in such a high demand because I'm a professional reader, like in my day to day life. So I'm constantly moving. Yeah. My deck, And there's times where I'm like, oh, my That's God. That's so just, cool so bored of like shuffling this way. I need to change it up. <laughs> so again, don't feel like you have to commit to something. Try it on. Use the technique for like a few weeks. See how it resonates more, mostly with yourself and how you're feeling when you're doing it. If you're shuffling and you're feeling like you're getting anxiety, that's not the vibe. The vibe is to shuffle and to feel connected and to feel open that's the vibe. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I always make sure, you know, like when I'm shuffling for people, like when I'm doing live, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm really like at ease, you know, like yes. I just shuffle until I'm literally like blank. Yeah. Does it make sense? And no. You know, yeah, like absolutely. it's almost like this because otherwise I'd be like. Ah!
0: I know. Yeah. I had to, I had to work through that when I first started. I would have like, and I'm not saying that we can't pull an anxious state. It's like we absolutely can. And we can absolutely be as equally intuitive when we're anxious or when we're calm, like it's not that big of a deal. But I do mean like for your own connection and sort of getting out of your own head, those deep breaths and having that calm state are also, I think it's just a, it's like better. It's like a better experience. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Another thing I'm curious is like, how do you, Like, you know, to any questions, really. I mean, that's the deep thing about tarot is, like, it can answer any questions. But, like, how are you, like, applying that to, like, people, like, most random, (laughs) like, wacky questions, like, you know?
0: It depends on your personal (laughs) boundary. This is what I tell people. Uh Uh-huh. The other thing, too, is we live in a physical world. We live in a material world Uh where there are consequences, so I have seen people get sued. I have seen, I have seen these things. I've, I've seen people taken retaliation based on a tarot reading. And I don't say this to put fear in anyone. I say this so that you're grounded and deciding where your, where your line is. And everyone has a line. Some people have no problem reading on pregnancy, on health. Some people have no problem reading on the the different questions like what's this person's sexual orientation some people don't have any problems reading on that you need to determine what feels best for you according to your morals and ethics it's not something i can determine for you so just make sure you're really clear about if you what are the consequences that might unfold from this and are you willing to back that up should they you know, come back into your face kind of thing. If someone points to you and says, she told me this, are you willing, are you, are you fine to stand there and be like, yeah, I did. And here's why. Or is it something where you were like, Ooh, that was not my best moment. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's different. And I know that there are so many readers who do really well with pregnancy with like financial advice, lottery numbers, like it's out there. Everything you can think of exists. It's, what feels good for you and also start where you're comfortable. Don't feel like you have to serve everybody because you don't like, you don't have to be everyone's cup of tea.
1: Yeah. That's why I don't, I don't like, I just go with where I'm at right now. And yeah. that's why I don't like answer people question. I only that's do fine. like general and I just let people come because like, I think I'm just practicing it. But, like my guys are telling me that, but also like, I know that one day I need to like, open it up more mm-hmm, with like mm-hmm. tarot you know you with oracles you know and picking people's energies and feeling because yeah. that's my specialty is I'm, you pick up people's energy like what they're going through their heads mm-hmm. and their thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. you know but i'm not like i don't i mean i i'm all clear you know But, like, I don't want it to, like, tell people future. Like, I don't want people to, like, rely on that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. use it as a question. Like, oh, is this coming in? Is this not coming in? You know, like, I don't
0: like that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. Well, honestly, that's not on you. That's on them. You could say anything. I mean, anybody could project that onto you. They could be watching a doomsday person on the news and be like, that's what's going to happen. And then claim that because they're seeking and they're looking and they that's that's really their own confirmation bias happening. It doesn't have anything to do with you. What I mean is like in terms of retaliation, like, of course, people need someone to blame because that's the place of life that they're in. And like, again, it has nothing to do with you. But I do feel like there has to be some responsibility that we take as a reader for the role that we do have. So again, it is like walking that line. You can't, you're not responsible for people's projections, but being mindful of how you can impact, I think just helps you again, really narrow in on what is your line of moral, ethical, uh space you know what I mean
1: yeah so I'm also curious do you for tarot do people come to you for like a mediumship reading like mm-hmm. are they like coming to you for like oh my gosh what is my dead mom telling me
0: yeah <laughs> you know? totally. mm-hmm. yeah and they just use that yeah uh, yeah I just okay and so the way that I connect with my deck is I say okay like what's your person's name And then they'll tell me, Mm -hmm. and then I'll say, okay, great. And then I just shuffle the deck and pull cards. It's all about communication. And whether we're communicating with energy in the physical realm, you know, because we're like reading on the actual client or we're reading on a physical person still on this side, Mm -hmm. or we're talking to someone passed over, it doesn't matter. Like the tarot is. It's they're going to tell you something that you are not necessarily you already know, but like within the physical realm, they're going to tell you something like, girl, you've been neglecting drinking water or like, do you remember that time we went to that concert? Like, I think about that song, like they're going to do all of that. And you can absolutely pick that up through the cards you don't need. You know what I mean? It's, it's a great tool for connecting. For
1: sure. Yeah. It's so weird. I know. <laughs> Thank you. You're you so
0: welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad that we got to do this. All right, friends, that concludes this lesson session podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you have been considering getting a reading with me, I would love to read your cards. But this is definitely for the people who want to learn how to read cards. Having somebody like me can help you so much. It can be so beneficial because you're unpacking things that you don't have to do alone, you know, like I'm here for you. So if you want a one-on-one with me, I absolutely have mentorships open. Those doors are open all the time and can be booked on my website at jesstheempress.com. Or you can send me a message at 909-619-2831, and we can chit-chat about what a mentorship would look like for you so you can learn how to read tarot cards, help yourself, and help other people. Bye!